this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Kara with the She's the Owner podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 82. So uh, we are well into January, in the middle of it, and I just wanted to do a quick check-in on some things that I've seen come up in the last little while. So some of you know I'm a big um, part of the Tony Robbins community, and there's another challenge coming up at the end of this month called the New World, New You Challenge. I just gave away a VIP ticket for that event. Um, to uh, her name is JC McKenzie. So I was really excited to be able to do that. Um, and in that, so there's a huge Facebook group. I think there's about a half a million people in there. And I posted a question in it. And the question went um, along the lines of what type of things scare you when you know you're about to level up, right? So when you know that it's, time to get your shit together and you know that you've committed to leveling up what are what are some of your fears around that and it's crazy there's over 105 comments on it and and like typically my posts do well and not for any other reason besides I really genuinely care about the answer and so I think people really recognize that when I do some when I do post in these groups um, that I belong to you know a lot of times you're going to see um, posts that are fishing for clients and fishing for this, that, and the other. And uh, I'm in this program right now. Well, the program is with my coach and we talk, he talks a lot about, you know, just showing up authentically. And that's the theme. And that's always been my take on it. Not everyone likes me, of course, but I'm always authentic and even more so now. But the, the reason my posts tend to get a lot of activity are because I'm authentically asking the question. I'm not just asking to see you know, for shits and giggles. So the exact thing question was, what are some of the things that scare you when you know you're about to level up? And it's crazy. There are so many people, their main concern, like I would say, I don't know, 75% of the responses are that their fear is losing the people they're close to in their life. Um, because they're changing and the people in their lives are not changing. And like, that's a real, real concern. And I've had it, I used to have it. It happens. I mean, truthfully, there's probably the majority of the people that I used to spend the most time with in my, you know, younger days, or even like in the last 10 years, those people have organically just not, they've just sort of walked out of my world, we've either had some type of, you know, let's not talk anymore type of conversation or blow up, which doesn't happen often, but it has for sure. Or we just don't have anything in common anymore. We don't seek the other person out. So here's what I'd say about that. Like, you never, whenever it comes to leveling up your life or, you know, getting to a point where you feel better about the way your life is going, you're happier, you're healthier, you're thriving. You're not just doing this everyday bullshit that, you know, you really hate, but you're, you're really thriving. Like I wake up and I'm not saying I'm happy and rainbows and sunshine every day, for sure. Not through this lockdown. You can ask my family, like, um, Ken said to me the other day, 
you're falling apart. Like he was kind of shouting a tiny bit at me, but like, I was like, yeah, dude, like I've told you this multiple times for the last couple of months, like I'm, I'm fucking losing it. And now we're on another lockdown and that's really hard for me. So I'm, you know, far from perfect, far from perfect. But like, when you're doing all the things that you want to do, and and I mean, like I said, I'm thriving. Predominantly, my life is amazing. And if COVID was gone right now, my life would be as close to perfect as I've ever thought it to be. But like, organically, the people who don't want the same for themselves, never mind you, right? Because it has nothing to do with you. If they don't want that kind of life for themselves, they're going to end up just sort of organically walking themselves out the door. Because when we grow and the person that you're close to, whether it's family or friends or whatever, it makes them feel uncomfortable. Why? Because they wish that they were doing the same, but they're fearful and they don't, you know, they don't maybe know the steps to do it. Or maybe they've looked at the work that it takes. Maybe they see all the work you're putting in and are like, fuck that. I'm not ready for that. Cause let's be real. Like, personal development is no easy task. It is, you know, what's my favorite saying? Personal development, growth is pain and then it's freedom, but it's a fuck ton of pain sometimes. So like when I see people, their number one fear is people walking away from them and like losing their family members or friends, losing friends, not having support of their loved ones. Like, no wonder you don't want to make a move, right? Like if that's what your belief is and that's what you're thinking and that's what you're focused on is if I grow into this person, I fucking know I want to be, I'm going to lose everybody that's important to me. Nobody would move. Nobody would take a next step, right? Unless you recognize the following. Again, those people that you think are going to walk out of your life all of a sudden one day because you're growing, (laughs) let's be honest, like, are they really, do you really want that energy around you anyway? Like I can think of a couple people in my world that if they, if they're out of my world, because energetically we didn't mesh anymore because I was on this different path and I'm not saying I'm better or I'm not saying I'm, I'm happier, I would guess than a lot of people that I used to know, but you know, my, my like worrying about not talking to that person. No, because it does, vibrationally, we just don't mesh anymore. So it's not like I'm not calling them back into my world. And I understand it's a fear. I had that fear too. Like, what if I make more money than my friends, right? That was a thing I used to freak out about all the time. What if I make more money than my friends? They're not going to like me anymore. They're going to think, oh, it must be nice. Okay, well, if those friends are thinking like that, they weren't my friends to begin with. Because why would my friends not want anything but the best for me? Like, think about that. If the person that you're thinking of who wants to, who potentially may walk out and not talk to you or whatever, why on earth would they do that? Like, if they're really there to be, to have you in their, you know, to be in your corner and like have your best interest at heart, why would they walk away as soon as you start doing better and leveling up? Like, that should cause some pause regardless of, of anything else. Like, that should cause you to kind of go, uh that's weird. If you really love me and you really want the best for me, why does me going up and and leveling up in this way make you not want to be around me anymore? Like, that's not a question for you even. That's a question for them. Like, why does that, why is that happening? So I get it. 
I'm sorry, I'm just hearing some background noise somewhere here. I get it, but at the same time, you know, that whole whole mindset of do you want to live your life for somebody else or do you want to live it for you? Because if you live it for like, listen, I wouldn't, I would never do anything to my kids to like intentionally hurt them. My, my first and form, foremost thought every day are my children. But if, if doing something for them was going to fucking wreck me, I'm, I'm useless to them eventually anyway. Like, that's the thing too. That's the other point I wanted to bring up is like doing that whole oxygen mask thing, right? Like I can sit here and be the same old Kara and the same old, let's say five out of 10 version of myself, not of your version or his version or their version, my version. If I know I'm being a five out of 10 in my scope of version, versions of myself. And, you know, two years goes by, five years goes by, 10, 15, and I'm still playing at a five out of 10. Who am I going to be hurting more? And let's say I even justified that five out of 10 by I had to take care of my parents or I had to take care of my kids or I had to take care of my husband. Like whatever the thing is, eventually five out of 10 is going to kill you some way, emotionally, physically, more often than not, we see because you'll eat like shit. You'll drink a lot of booze. Possibly you'll just not take care of yourself if you're out of living at a five out of 10 when you know you could be living a 10. So like, is that worth it? Is that a good trade-off so that you can say, yeah, I did every single little thing my kids demanded of me or asked of me. Like there's, you know, I have very real conversations with my girls, like, um, all, like all of them. And we're, there's a, a saying that they'll say to me. And that is, I mean, we're not as diligent about it now. I wish we were more diligent about it, but, and I may have to do a, a little, you know, in the family chat reminder, but, do you have space for me right now is how they approach me because I'm a full-time coach and I do talks and I do group stuff and I am always helping you guys. I'm serving women in my groups, other female entrepreneurs. Like, so I'm not saying, and if it came down to you or my children, obviously I would choose my children. But what I'm saying is that it's okay to like, let people know, to ask for your space, ask for your time. Do you have space for me? So, because, and that's another thing that was coming up in this group was like, well, I'm worried I won't have time. If I'm leveling up, I'm not going to have time for anything. Demand it. You know, like, it's really funny. I've, I have been a mom since I was 20, 21. I had Sydney when I was 21. And there's never been one time in raising three daughters and I have a stepdaughter, but my three I've raised where I've been like, I can't take a shower or I can't do my hair or I can't do my makeup because I have kids. Like that's the fucking lamest ass excuse. And if there are any moms listening right now, you're full of shit and you know it, you maybe don't want to do those things and you're using the kid as like a bit of a scapegoat, but there's absolutely, even when I was breastfeeding and raising other humans, I could get myself a half hour and get ready. So these, these, but you're like, when you, if you say that you're just, you're not demanding it. I would demand it. I would demand it of myself or demand it of the kids. I'd figure it out. It's 30 minutes. If there was a newborn, guess what? Throw her in the, in the car seat, put her next to the shower. The shower is very soothing. And I have a shower and put my makeup on hairdryer very soothing like there's no excuse right for those type of things and anytime we blame you know other things for why we won't level up eventually all those those uh excuses will have to go away 
eventually you're going to be left with what's really at the, the bottom of it. What's really at the bottom. What's really stopping you from leveling up to where you want to level up to. What's the fear if having people walk out in you. That's I've explained it now. That can't be an excuse anymore. Um, I don't have time. I just explained it away. There's no excuse. So what really is it that when we, when we think about, I'm going to like, for me this year is <clears throat> there's some very big stretch goals for me financially. And I could easily find my way back to eh, 2021's not the year for this. Like I might, maybe I'll just, but I'm, I refuse to, because here's what's real for me. What scares me about leveling up is not leveling up. Like if you've ever heard me talk or you've ever heard me do any type of um, speaking or on the podcast or on my lives or whatever, one of my biggest fears is the fear of regret. Not the fear of missing out, but the fear of regret. Looking back and saying, fuck, I knew I should have done 10 out of 10 and all those years I played five. Like that makes me want to puke. So if you're, if you feel, I feel you, I feel you, if that is how you're feeling right now and the fear of actually doing the thing or not, for me, the fear of not is way bigger than doing the thing. It wasn't always that way. Cause obviously I'm 45 almost like, you know, like, could I be further along for sure? Did I let my fear stop me? 100%. But now as I'm aging for, you know, maybe that's just, it's that simple. I'm aging. And so I'm looking around and I'm thinking, fuck that. Like, there's no way that I want to do this for another two or three years sitting here looking back at my year going, damn it, I did not do everything I wanted. So this year, like last year, I'm so proud of last year. I, I really stepped up internally for myself. And this year's execution. This is when it, when I execute. But like, fuck if I'm going to go in 12 months and look back and be like, fuck, I just did six out of 10. Like this is the 10 out of 10 year. And next year, my 10 will be different. And that's the other thing people would kept Like, what if I hit my goals? And then what? This was something I thought about all the time. Here's what's real. Every time a human, you know, by nature, when we hit a goal, we find another level. Like me having a neon, okay? Like, I don't know if any of you remember that card, but it was in the, like the 90s and 2000s. So me getting a brand new neon was like the fucking shit. Me just having a car at one point was the shit. Then me having, so then I got a car and I was like, cool, this is awesome. Well, you know what? I don't actually want this piece of shit car. Maybe I'd like a nicer car. So then I got my neon and I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing in the world. I have a, and I don't actually think that it was brand new. No, it wasn't. It was a couple of years old, but it was amazing. I was so proud of myself. Both of us, Ken and I did it together guess what? Eventually I was like, yep, I'm ready to level up. I want a caravan. We have two kids now, blah, blah, blah. Every time you hit a goal, there's another level. So don't get caught up in the, what if I hit my goal? And then I, cause this was my thinking, I'm going to hit my goal, let's say of, you know, half a million in sales. And then I'm just going to be what bored and die. Then what am I going to do? I promise you there is always another level. Like the numbers that I've done in my other business in like, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, what I've done that I would have said, well, I hope, but I don't, I don't think I fucking can. Every time we hit certain numbers, I would want to go to another level. I didn't just go, okay, cool. This was nice. 
And so don't like getting caught up in that. What if I hit this level, this goal, and then I just like want to fall off the face. It's not, it doesn't happen that way. I promise you. And, and here, like, let's test it. Prove me wrong. Okay. Go, go after it, go at a 10 out of 10, go after it. And then come back and tell me if you were like, if you're depressed now, if you're going after money goals and that's your only driver, you're going to have a problem. And ladies, I know you do this too. I know we see it a lot with the, you know, Lambo kind of mentality with the guys and like, you know, buy my course and I'll show you how to make 50 grand a month, like all that, that most of the, it's mostly guys that have that. Cause that's Hunter, right? Masculine, masculine energy, but women do it too. But if you're just chasing the money and, and here's, what's real about that is that's a scarcity mindset when you're only chasing the money. And I use the word chasing super intentionally, but if you're only chasing the money, you might get money, you might make money, but you're going to be fucking miserable. Promise. A hundred percent. I promise. If you're chasing something that motivates you or you're not just money, but like you're passionate for me, I want to impact 20,000 women this year. How? I have no idea. I just know that I want to touch 20,000 women's lives this year. I know that I want to help you not feel how I felt for a whole bunch of years. And what that, what that felt like was me being in my masculine. I ran my business that way. I did it all that way. So my obsession is to help a female entrepreneur understand that she can balance both the masculine and the feminine and have a way more enriching life than just being a hunter. Right. That's but if I didn't feel as passionately about that as I do, or I didn't really give a shit about the woman, like I can read stories. I've done it today about women who DM me or who reach out to me or whatever. And I'm fucking crying my face off. I really sincerely want to have women who are balanced in their business and balanced in their lives. So if I didn't really have that passion, then, you know, I might, make a bit of money, but I'm not going to feel good about it. I'm not going to feel fulfilled. And at 45, that's what you're after. I'm not after making a quick buck. I'm after a legacy. I'm after building something. I'm after changing lives. And the money shows up in that way. But that's the thing. You've, you've got to, it's it, the, the hunter mode is the money mode. And so many women still have this idea that that's going to be, and again, I just want to make sure I'm clear. It's not, it's mostly men have this behavior, but we do too, because PS we're walking around trying to behave like the guys and we're not newsflash. We're not, we're not men. And we have to stop pretending like we are. But in the big scheme of things, you know, if you're, if you're chasing the dollar and you're just that, like, that's, I'm telling you, major burnout, you're going to have problems in your relationship, you're going to have problems in your health, you're going to have problems with your kids, your parenting's not going to be as good as it can. So back to the, you know, going in, going all in and not worrying about the consequences of you leveling up in this beautiful and healthy way. It, it the people will walk themselves out the door. It doesn't even like it's not even a dramatic thing. And then the people that align with you, like that was another comment I read was worrying about being lonely. Well, I've I mean, during COVID for sure it's tricky. You know, I'm I'm introverted, but I still am an extrovert and I get energy from being around people. 
So it's challenging right now, you know, not being around all my Tony Robbins family, um, not being able to network or see my friends. Like it's, it's not easy. And I know a lot of people feel that even the introverts are like, okay, enough is enough already. Um, so yeah, like I get it, but the people that need to be or want to be or vibrationally feel on the same length wavelength as you, they're going to show up. You know, as people started to leave my world, others started to show up. People that I could have very different conversations with. You know, I often say like coaches, we like to coach each other. It's a like a job hazard or comes with the, you know, it's just one of those things. But I love it. I love getting coached by my friends who are coaches. I don't like necessarily getting coached. I mean, I'm not necessarily, I don't like, I'm, I'm less open to people who are not, who have no life experience or who just went and got their coaching certificate, call themselves a coach coaching me. Cause I feel like, you know, there's a lot to be said for life experience and results and all those type of things, but worrying about people walking out and that being your reason for staying at a five out of 10 I don't know. I mean, do you want to look back in a year and be like, yeah, I'm glad I did that? Or do you want to look back and be like, you know what? I was nervous and I did it anyway. That's how I want to do it. I want to look back and say I was nervous and I did it anyway. Um, Because it's important. It's your lifeline. You know, I feel so much more balanced now. Like when I start to feel like I'm getting too amped about work or amped about this or that, I can just like (sighs) take my deep breath and chill. Not always but a lot more than before, a lot more than before. I don't get amped up about a lot anymore. So that's it for me. That's my soapbox for the day. If you're, if you want to chat about this, I I actually just put out a a notice um, to my group that I'm doing coaching sessions based, well, not coaching sessions. So basically it's like a hot seat. If you are a female entrepreneur and you have a business, you've listened to the podcast, you're familiar with the content. I would love to have you come on the show and um, tell us about your business. Tell me about what you do and, and get into all that. And then pick one thing that you're struggling with and see if we can workshop it together. Um, huge value for the listeners because I, I always get a ton of value when I watch people, you know, workshop or go through uh, questions or whatever, even in, in masterminds, it's like that, right? So uh, I mean, extending that out to the audience, if there's anybody, I've got a bunch booked already, so I'll, I'll keep you posted. But yeah, I mean, if you want to come on the show and let's have a brainstorming i would love it we can talk about marketing content writing copywriting design website lead gen whatever uh more often than not i'm gonna lead you back to mindset work because that's really where it all starts but yeah hop on if you're if you're interested until next time my friends i hope you have an incredible day and i'll talk to you soon bye (laughs) 